Australia is made possible because of you, our fantastic listeners, and all of our supporters on Patreon. On Patreon.com. Check out Patreon.com forward slash Australia. For all of our exclusive content, which we're trying to make more of. And... And our rewards. That's Patreon.com. And we're on. We are on. We're on. But are we on it? I don't know. We will. Oh, time will tell us. Time will tell. Yeah. Maybe this is the show when we are totally not on it. And then what happens? Do then, we just go? We're done. Yeah, it's gonna be like uh, we don't pay proper attention to each other because we are absent-minded because of troubles in our life, and we. Uh, we will uh, miss each other's punchlines, and uh, uh, I will probably fuck up my grammar uh, pretty much. But if you do anything online on your computer, you need to get Grammarly. <laughs> Honey, does this sound like me? <laughs> <laughs> I write every day. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, uh, and we've never been so far apart from no. each other. Yeah, we're never podcasted with this uh, distance between us, this uh, physical distance. There is at least two meters between yeah. us. We, where are we, Jonathan? We are at Daxon headquarters. Yeah, there's a whole office. Devoted to you, yeah, and also, de- also devoted to cock and balls. Cock and balls, which is a new a new clothing brand. Yeah, it's a clothing brand which uh, uh, Helga Lilia, who is a designer, who has designed at least three of my clothings, mm-hmm. and Raquel Saivars, who is my marketing uh, lady. Mm-hmm. They formed something called Cock and, and Balls. balls. Dot. What the fuck? Uh, WT, Is it dot yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, double WTF. Really? Yeah, you can have... Cockandballs dot WTF. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And I was like, uh, when they dis- like when she told me about this, I was like, that's a pretty genius idea for some reason. It's so stupid. That no one has thought of it. Yeah, yeah. It, but it's brilliant. And I, yeah, it's one of those ideas like... Uh, can I have that idea? <laughs> <laughs> can it be mine? I know you came up with it, but can I have it? Because it's so good. It's it's lovely. Like, how does it feel? So you you started doing your drawings in. I remember say this fitted. Yes. In, in the like, year, and it, it was the summer of 2001. 2001. That's a long time ago. A long time ago. 2001. So that's 17 years ago. Yeah, 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 I, I, yes, the, the stick figures have been 
a part of my life for 17 years. So you you heard it here. Anyone out there who's like, Hunley, oh, he just draws fucking stick figures and he, he he makes money from it. He's so stupid. He's been drawing those stick figures for nearly 20 years. And also, everything that person said was correct. Yeah. <laughs> You were just smart enough to come up with it. You just said it with a stupid voice. <laughs> Say it now with, uh, with uh, like a proper... That uh, a proper what? Proper like English... Uh, that understood. hule is so stupid. You never said stupid. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> that hule just draws stick figures and he makes money from it. Yeah. That's so stupid. Yeah, it is, it is stupid, I guess. Well, it's not... Yeah, it's... Uh, it's... Uh, it's um, it's stupid uh, on the table, but I not think, in the word. I think it's great. Uh, yes, I am proud of my career. But how does it feel to have a whole office that's devoted to... Like, your shit is everywhere in here. I feel... There's even, like, memorial banners on the wall. We should take... I'm going to take a picture of that and put it on the page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I am... Uh, I've, 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 uh, how do I feel, you ask? Yeah. Uh, I feel taken care of. That is how I feel. Yeah, she's a good. She's a good marketing girl. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like I should try and steal her from you for Bruce the Angry Bear. Yeah, you could try to do that. I could try to do that. Mm. Yeah, it's we have a much smaller market though. Yeah, uh, what does your market consist of? What kind of people? Bears. Only bears? No, there's a, actually a lot of women read yeah. Bruce. Yeah, a lot of we've got. We've I found out recently we have quite a, a large lesbian fan Ooh. base, or are they lesbian? I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> the lesbianic, lesbianic lasses, uh-huh. lesbianic, lesbianics. Uh, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Uh, let's be honest. Uh, so let's let's be honest. Let's be. We need less pianist. Less pianist. Uh, yeah, and more Schindler's List. Oh. We, yeah, uh, and also I found out because I did the <laughs> more shitless list. Um, I did the Bears on Ice opening party, mm-hmm. and they I was uh, I was able to stand there with the table and say merch, buy my merch. Yeah. Um, and someone told me that there's a big apparently a big following of Bruce the Angry Bear in Seattle. Really? Yeah, he was like, oh, I didn't realize this was here in actual Reykjavik. Like, there's a lot of people who like this in Seattle. I was like, oh, I've never heard of it. That's very yeah. interesting. Yeah. Do you do you think you should do, like, uh, I think mm, mm, you should maybe do uh, an Instagram page? For Bruce. Yeah. Is it is it worth it? I mean, you do, what, one a week? One a week, yeah. Yeah, well, it's pretty. Then it's pr- pretty slow. It's but hard because Instagram is square. Yeah, but because our panels are stories. You can uh, you can flip pages as it were. Oh, right. Yeah. I just I get worried because it would be I don't draw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> so no. it would be it a would whole be lot of extra tot- work. Totally on enough. your illustrator. Uh, yeah, maybe it's not it's not um, enough to do. Uh, that but yeah but I feel like every time you are making um, a new brand or a character or something it should have its own Instagram yeah. or Twitter or page yeah because maybe people don't maybe there are people out there who like Bruce the Angry Bear but don't like anything else about you it's true <laughs> it's true remember I found out last year there's people who love this podcast yeah 
but have never they they didn't even know I was a comedian. No, no. Yeah, well, yeah. That, that's I mean, that's how I am with a lot of podcasts. Mm. There are some comedians out there who I only know from their podcasts. I've never seen their stuff. I don't know, even know if they're good. Yeah. Because some people are like great podcasters and only like subpar stand-ups. Although that is, uh, how do you say? Uh, bitchy. Well, like, no. Yeah, I was, yeah, bitchy. <laughs> That's a bitchy thing to say. I was going to say, uh, what you know what time is? Uh, re- relative. Rel- relative, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's relative. Well, comedy is relative. Yes. Comedy is... Yes. It's yeah. It's it's in the eye of the beholder, much like beauty, much like the beauty, much like the beauty. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah. That, um, what we consider to be standard human beauty, all those beautiful people who are always on the beautiful people lists, mm. do you think that they are beautiful, like naturally, like they are? superior in their appearance or do you think it's totally a construct made up by humanity i think it's a construct yeah and i think because there's a lot of science gone into what we modernly what we typically today see as beautiful and a lot of it has to do with how symmetrical someone's face is Uh uh-huh um and then where culturally they grew up yeah like i mean have you seen the thing that's been going around facebook recently about the persian princess no who was considered so beautiful that men killed themselves cuz she rejected them and uh, this yeah. woman was probably like 200 kilograms she had a monobrow <laughs> 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 like, like uh, she even had like a bit of a bit of a hormonal thing where she had like a mustache kind of growing. Uh-huh. Like, and she she's not what people would see as beautiful so today. So when when is this like? Was this in the olden days? It was yeah. It was like I mean the photos were still black and white, and she was wearing. Like, right. Okay. So it was last century. Yeah, last century. Like she was a, a princess in Persia. Princess of Persia. The princess of Persia. <laughs> and she, yeah, she was typically beautiful. But also, I mean, you look at like the classical paintings. Women in those paintings were quite curvaceous, mm-hmm. and and people who were f- plumper mm-hmm. were considered more attractive because if you had more weight on you, you obviously could afford to eat. Yeah. Yeah. That means you have money. So then wealth. And I actually think like wealth and and con- like uh, conventional beauty sometimes go hand in hand as well. Like if someone looks like they take care of themselves, then they obviously have some kind of good financial background going on. Yeah, you know, we never look at um, at uh, mug shots of meth people and go, mm, "That is a hot, that is a super hot meth person." Yeah, <laughs> would be yeah. I- it would be kind of almost cruel just to if you if I like a homeless meth person like a skeleton yeah. with, uh, look like there are lepers walk past you and you go Ooh. I'm loving what you're doing with those missing toes oh oh those saws on your face oh shit mm. that sounds horrible <laughs> Just like the worst kind of bullying. Just bullying homeless <laughs> drug addict. <laughs> I see you going for the derelict look. But I mean, remember remember that, that dude whose mugshot went viral? Mm. 
African-American guy with these piercing blue eyes, and he had a teardrop tattoo. Oh, yeah, yeah, the most p- p- prettiest criminal, criminal in the world. In the world yeah. And now he's a runway model. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he's an exception to the rule of wealth and beauty going hand in uh-huh. hand. Yeah, that's a real Cinderella story there. It is. Yeah. Except he didn't need no glass slipper or some prince charming to sweep him off his feet. No, he just needed to get arrested. Yeah. Sometimes crime does Sometimes pay. crime pays. Boom. Boom. Yeah, so what you been up to, my brother? I've been busy, man. I've been busy. I opened for Ismo last week. Yeah, that was a great show. It was that a guy good show. That guy is a genius. I hate him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Why it's it's like he found it's like I was yeah I told you this it's like I like I, I felt like I had been um, walking through a field of jokes and I was like mm, no 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 this no this isn't good this yep. is basic yeah I'm not gonna do that then he walked through the same field and goes oh this is great and I'll he's take it all he's still at the gate yeah 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 he's got an hour and he's just looking at the lock on the gate <laughs> it's yeah he t- he takes stuff that. I like you feel like it's been uh, rummaging in your brain and mm. you're going like no I can't make anything out of it and he just did it and that I think that is what genius is is taking a, a fi- uh, having an idea that you can't believe uh, someone didn't have before I know and if anyone hasn't seen him like look him up it's ISMO he's very famous in Finland and um, he's been on Conan, but he just has, yeah, this brilliant, especially a lot of the stuff he does about learning English. Yeah. Uh, like, there's a whole bit about the word yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, like, a, a five or eight minute bit. And he also has a bit about ass. Yeah. <laughs> so he Like, something ass, could be stupid ass. Made ten minutes out of ass, and then another ten minutes out of shit. shit. And I'm like, how, what, you can't just... God damn it. <laughs> my favorite, that was my favorite. I told you the other day, my favorite moment of the whole show was when we were standing in the lobby afterwards and we were chatting. Yeah. And I said, oh my God, he's so brilliant, isn't he? And you said, yeah. And then you, there was a silence. And then you said, I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it just, it just like, and that's a, a lot of these shows recently have kind of made me question my comedy in the whole, like, you know, I, I, we're very similar. It's where, we're dirty. Mm-hmm. We are dark. Yeah. And cynical. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then, you know, you see people like Ari Eljan and Ismo and, you know, so many comedians who are just a- able to not offend everybody yeah. and unify people. And they're super successful because that's what works. It works because it's, uh, yeah, you know, they, they call it safe comedy, which... Uh, it's, they're not safe. No, it's not safe. They're just good. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, absolutely. Jim Gaffigan yep. as well. Uh, Patton Oswalt. Patton Oswalt. No, he, he, He's goes, a bit. he goes through he goes, darkness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's it's not like darkness is cheap and tacky. No. It's, uh, it's just, uh, uh, it's just uh, depends on how we think. Mm. And uh, I, I'm, all, I'm always very happy when I make a joke that's just weird, mm-hmm. it's just stupid, mm-hmm. it doesn't have any like fecal matter in it. It's just, I'm proud of myself. There was no poop in that. Yeah, I made a non-poop joke. That's what I said when, because <laughs> when I opened for him, I was given like the, the lowdown of you know. Don't swear too much. Try not to be too vulgar. Mm-hmm. And so when I finished, I had great feedback from the theater. 
And I said to Fricke, the guy who runs, he was like, that was really good. There were a lot of people very happy with you. And I said, yeah, I didn't swear or talk about fisting once. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Fricke, he once uh, played in one of my plays. Really? Yeah, he played uh, a, a, a boy with the bird flu. And he had to wear like a protective uh, see-through plastic outfit. Oh, wow. Well. Like the boy in the bubble? Yeah, yeah he was like a boy in a bubble. Uh, he had a bird flu, and uh, he ordered uh, sh- a sheep offline, and the sheep turned out to be a uh, carnivorous sheep that ate uh, the face of uh, the bachelor in the show Bachelor. That is, I'm just that's just a side plot line in the play. <laughs> You're crazy. Yeah, You're crazy. I have imagination. What have you been up to? I have been. Um, what have I been doing? Mm, I don't know. I, you I, were hungover this morning. Yeah, I screened the um, screened the Masters of the Universe in uh, yes. Paradise last night, and yes. uh, I found out this morning that the guy who directed it uh, is uh, a sexual predator. <gasps> really? Was, yeah, and I was like, God damn it! Why didn't I know this yesterday? Because that would have added like five minutes to the podcast I taped, but. Uh, that movie is not good but it's very fun and mm. it's his only movie so I'm not like so it's not like a we have like an icon yeah that, have that, you have you seen The Toys That Made Us yes did you watch the episode on He-Man yes and I also watched the new uh, documentary called The Power of Grayskull which is just about the story of He-Man which was also put into the yeah, it was basically everything you, from uh, Toys That Made Us and then all the extra stuff. My favorite bit about that episode on He-Man in the Toys That Made Us was the guy who created He-Man. Yeah. This tall, skinny guy who was just obsessed with muscle dudes. Yeah. And wanted, he was like, when I was a kid, I wanted, I was very fascinated by muscle magazines and muscly men. And it just, there were a lot of gay bells ringing off for me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it's very gay. I believe. It's super gay. Yeah. It's it's a lot of, I mean, it's a lot of... Uh, like, why does he have to walk around in a loincloth? Because it's gay. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were, they it wasn't, a, it was the gay agenda of the 80s. And the, they were making people gay, and, making little boys gay. And the guy who created hated Shearer. Oh really? Yeah, because there was a there was a whole bit about how they were like, okay, this is the lead toy for boys. Yeah. And then the they had a whole girls' toy branch at Mattel. It was a different time. Uh-huh. Um and and they were like, Well, we wanna cash in not on this as, it was not not that different <laughs> to today. Uh, we wanna cash on this as well. So they created Shira yeah. so that they could cash in on the girl thing and mm-hmm. then it killed the entire He Man franchise <sighs> because the boys had their thing to play with and girls had Barbies before them. But then suddenly, because of the patriarchy, um, the boys didn't want to play with He-Man anymore because their sister was also playing with He-Man stuff. Yeah. And then they just, yeah, they, they, it killed He-Man. Well, yeah, um, I mean, it's, nothing lasts forever. Uh, whenever I see that, both in uh, Toys R Us and the Power of Grayskull uh, documentary, they're always very sad. It's like too bad it didn't work out. It worked out for you a know, long like time. Seven years of He-Man. <laughs> you, you made billions of dollars. Yeah, 
And now people are saying this. Uh, when are they gonna do like the remake of He-Man? No, He-Man movie. Or like, don't. Do we have to? No. Uh, if they do it, it has to be like an ironic gay comedy. Who's gonna play He-Man? Uh, somebody gay, preferably. You you would like it to be a gay person? Yeah, I would like. It, I think it is, they should do it like the Brady Bunch movie. Oh ironically. God. Yeah, they have, to, they have to have to make fun of it because it takes place on a planet where there are three women and then the rest of them are men in loincloths. So like Neil Patrick Harris could play great uh, Skeletor. Oh yeah, Neil Patrick Harris is Skeletor. Yeah. Um, Colton Haynes maybe. Who's that? He's the gay one who's always on Instagram. How about the prison break guy? Oh, uh, Wentworth Miller. Yeah. He'd be great. Yeah, he could be a he-man. Yeah. He, has a, he has, a, has a body on him. And can they make Shearer just like a bull dyke? They are. I mean, <clears throat> I heard recently because I saw uh, like a new designs of Shira. Mm. She's coming back in cartoons called uh, Shira and the Princesses of Power. Mm-hmm. And uh, I heard some like... Uh, uh, Nerd douche nerds complaining on the internet about uh, her being oh now now she is a lesbian. I was like, oh, she is a lesbian. Oh my god, that's amazing! And I looked it up, and she just she wasn't. It's just that the fact that she she had, was desexualized. Yeah, yeah she was desexualized. Yeah. <laughs> sl- slightly more body positive. Yeah, just slightly, just a little. She's still hot. Yeah, but just. Because it doesn't look like a Barbie doll any longer, she's lesbian according to uh, uh, the part of the internet that has never had sex. Oh my god! But that's a beautiful thing. Uh, it's a great writer who uh, is uh, largely responsible for series called Michael Straczynski, who mm. uh, did Babylon Five, I believe. Okay. And uh, and wrote some great Thor stories, and uh, yeah, he's a good comic book writer mm-hmm. and television writer. And it's it's coming back in cartoon form. Yeah, I can't uh, wait. You sound like you can't wait. Uh, I'm sorry that I sound very uh, mo- uh, monotonic, but I am serious. <laughs> well, then, on that note, I am honey not serious. <laughs> I am Australian, and I am Icelandic, and together we are Australia, Australia, Australia. humans on this earth <laughs> we have been here laughing and crying ever since our very own birth and now we're singing together and we don't know whether we should talk after this song or just keep singing about the weather. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that whole experience reminded me of every time I was ever in a church as a kid. And, you know, they get up and they sing the hymns and, and I would always feel like, am I the only one who's never heard these songs before? <laughs> and everyone's just singing along and I'm just... Yeah, exactly. When, I, when they sing in church, I mean, those songs aren't exactly catchy. Not the, like Lutheran songs. No. It's like... It's like 
when I when when I saw a black church for the first time in the movies, I was like, oh, so that's that's the power. So you can do that. So you can actually have it fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see why black people are Christian. Yeah. <laughs> like white people are all they say they're Christian, but they are not. They are just they say they say it just in case mm. God exists, especially mm. those uh, people in uh, America. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, a lot of them just they 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 are they are thinking I need to find proper reason to hate gays. Hmm. The Christianity. Bible. Yeah, yeah. This is one thing that one guy, not even God, said it. It was just one guy who wrote. The Bible is a collection of essays written by a bunch of old dead men. Yes, and uh, so uh, and one of them apparently has an issue with gays mm. because he said you should not lie with another man as if you were lying with a woman because that is an abomination. Mm. He sounds very deep in the closet. I mean, I know some things about the translations of the word abomination. Ah. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to Learning with Jono. Um, uh, no, uh, apparently, uh, in the uh, the olden times when the Bible was written, the word abomination mm-hmm. didn't mean what we know abomination to mean today. Mm-hmm. Abomination literally just meant it's it's a faux pas. Just don't do it. Yeah. Just don't do it. And the reason, like, scholars have looked at the whole, um, in that, that whole thing, there was a big thing... Uh, about procreation mm. because people needed, they needed more people because they were persecuted and they needed to build their numbers. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, yeah. so man, that's would, not how you make babies. Exactly. Yeah. Because also in some of the same passages, men weren't allowed to spill their seed uh-huh, unless yeah. it was inside yeah. a woman. Yeah, there, yeah. There's another passage. Don't jerk off. Yeah. Don't yeah. jerk off because we need that to make babies. Uh, don't yeah. eat shellfish. Because we live in the desert, <laughs> and it's gonna go bad, and it'll kill you. Yeah, and what? what why? Why do they do the whole thing with the foreskin again? Uh, they didn't have running water. Oh yeah, so like that. Yeah, just because of smegma. Smegma and diseases, and they didn't realize you just pull the skin back and wash it. I mean, there are other ways to wash a penis. There's there's a thousand ways to skin a cat, and at least I ten to wash a dick. You can like uh, upload job is washing a penis. Oh, gross! It would be, uh, of course. But if it's done fairly regularly, uh, the smegma there won't be too much of an c- accumulation of smegma. Now, Hule. <laughs> Hule. Oh my God! Now I, I know Raquel. She's in the room, and and so you you are outnumbered because you're sitting with two people who have both sucked dicks. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 And can can you agree with me, honey, that in less you have had to have a dick in your mouth that is dirty <laughs> you shouldn't say those things <laughs> am but I right if you do it like three times a day oh. if three blowjobs a day there won't be any smegma ever I'm just saying and I'm, I'm, am I wrong I'm not wrong mm. and dicks can get gamey yeah, and I, I, of course we will re- reciprocate what's the word reciprocate yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. well We'll reciprocate. I mean, I've, I've heard so many male comics or, or people talk about, you know, vaginas smelling and stuff. 
dicks aren't all roses. Uh, I I disagree with the whole vagina smelling. No, it's, I, uh, it's, yeah. I think it's uh, you know uh, when that happens, it's untertechnic. Uh, What's the word? Uh, there's an exception. It's an there's exception. There's an exception. There's yeah. a, there's an issue. Yeah. There's an issue. There's an issue. There's an issue that can be fixed with a tissue. Yeah, but penises can smell for no reason. Yeah. Yeah, like for no reason. Well, I mean, if you okay, I- imagine if you've worked a, a full day shift in a hot, sweaty kitchen, and then you go to a nightclub and dance, you're gonna want to have a shower before you get freaky. Yeah, yeah, and you're so gonna want to pull dancing, that skin back. Dancing is the reason for the smelly cock there. Yeah, but they just don't smell for no reason. No, okay. There's always a reason for a yeah. smell. Yeah, I mean, if you go twelve hours without a shower, there's always a reason for smelly dick. Yes. Smelly dick is a thing. Smelly dick. Smelly, Smelly dick. dick. <laughs> what are they feeding you? <laughs> Asparagus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just pictured somebody feeding a dick asparagus, and the dick is going mm. like a snake, yeah. just <laughs> unhinging its jaw. <laughs> 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 and then it just gets engorged and there's just this one bulbous <laughs> lump in the middle of the dick it sleeps for a month yeah and the lump gets smaller and smaller and then it wakes up again <laughs> that's how they work that's how they work that is how they work yeah do we have an embarrassment of the week? I kind of do. Yeah. So I guess it's time for the embarrassment of, of the week. week. Um, so here's the thing. Mm. I don't even know if I'm allowed to talk about this. Oh. Yes. Because it involves my day job. Yeah. Well, okay, go for it. I had to fire somebody. You had to fire somebody? I had to fire somebody this week. So I'm going to be very careful about the th- words I use so that... Um, I don't get in trouble for talking about this, but it's worth talking about because I've never had to fire somebody before. Right. And it was difficult. So um, I was meeting with my counterpart in my day job. He's in charge of the other shift. Mm -hmm. And he had mentioned to me a certain employee and he said, we need to work out what to do with this person. And I was, at the time, I was like, I've been telling you that for three months. Mm. Thanks for fucking listening to me. Um, Because this person tried very hard, but just couldn't cut it. So what did they suck at? Everything. 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 So serving, cooking. No, it was, it was. Cleaning. It was, it was, it was purely a kitchen. Smelly vagina? No. No. <laughs> it was purely a kitchen job, but yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it just when it got busy, they weren't able to cope under pressure. Uh, late all the time, like all of these things, it's like I don't think this is right. This is not for you. You know, it, when you're in a team situation, you need to be able to step outside for five minutes and have yeah. a little break. And I couldn't leave this person alone. Right. Um, and uh, then I mentioned that, you know, I think we probably need to let them go. My counterpart said, yes, I agree. And it's your turn. Right. Okay. Because he fired the last person. Okay. And uh, so there's me and one of the high bosses of this company. And so we then, because we both hate to, I've never had to do this. He's had to do it. We both... No, this is an uncomfortable thing. So we spent two hours rehearsing 
Right. <laughs> like sitting down and I was like, okay, I'll be the employee, you be the boss. Um, uh, and I did an impersonation as well because I have great impersonation as a person. Um, and I tried to work out exactly what they would say in response. And, and But the, the, the hardest thing about it was that we decided that we weren't going to do it at the beginning of the shift mm. because that's awkward. Yeah. Can you imagine getting fired? Be like, okay, so uh, it's not going to work out. We don't need you anymore. Can you still stay to four? Oh, it's like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so we were like, okay, the shift ends at four. We'll do it before the end of the shift because then uh, the way things work in this country is, you know, there's options. You can, you can leave on the spot and never come back or right. you can finish the month. It's completely up to you. Uh-huh, uh-huh, um, uh-huh. Uh, so the whole day. I had to work with this person knowing that at 3.45, I was going to fire them. Uh, and the first thing that, oh, the first thing that happened in the morning after this person arrived was we have like a Bluetooth speaker. Yeah. Um, played like a podcast of motivational speakers and entrepreneurs talking about how to be the best in the workplace. And I was just like, uh, this is too much. I can't, I can't deal with this. So I was, I was oddly quiet because yeah. I just couldn't engage in conversation. And then uh, this, this, because this person is a nice person. They're yeah. a nice person. They're just not cut out for the job. Yeah. So then, then the, the time came and we were like, okay, let's, uh, let's, before you go, can we, you know, have, have a bit of a chat about how things are going? And, um, and we went up onto the patio in the sun and. So you fired them in the sun. In the sun. But before we did, it was. Fired in the sun. Fired in the sun. Before we did, we were like, so it's been a few months. How do you feel you're going? And the response was best job I've ever had. Oh, really? So they sucked at the job that they loved. Yeah. Best job I've ever had. Love the people. No, I. Have respect for this establishment, but it's who says that's the best job? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what? So there are, are uh, okay. Yes, okay. If you are like running the thing and it's your brainchild, mm. and this is what you always want to do. Mm. It's uh, your creation. Mm. Of course, then it can be the best job in the world. But... Um, yeah. Sounds shitty thing to say, but I feel like uh, it's not the it's, best. It's a bit oh, like, oh, yeah. it's a bit like uh, when... We, remember I told you when I used to work at the bar mm. and like brides showers would come in and they have a scavenger hunt and they'd get a picture with me because they need a picture with a celebrity... And I would say, I'm your celebrity. That's sad. Um, yeah, that is sad. It's bit I mean, no. Bestie. <laughs> Why not? It's no, not but sad. It is. It's sad. It's sad. It's like, come on, there are better people. Um, but, you know, uh, it, yeah, it was, how do you feel you're going? Best job I've ever had. And I, um, it, it broke me a little bit in that moment. I, I bet. And then, then the question was, so how do you feel you're doing? I feel I'm doing amazingly. Ah, 
I've, I mean, I'm, I've, I've, I have uh, my conscience is gnawing at me for making that comment about being surprised that this is this could be uh, the best job anyone had. But I've worked as a clerk before, yeah, and uh, uh, it was a great job. But the best, like the best jobs you have, are uh, when you. If if you're working of uh, doing your dream, just what you always dream. I guess, do. but also I think I think it's it's important to understand that for some people, their dream is just to have a job, and their dream is actually their home life outside the job. I feel like a piece of shit right now. No, 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 yeah. don't, 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 don't. No, I, I, I <laughs> because because, and I'll say this for our listeners because, in all honesty, like this you know, a bit of background information without giving too much weight. This person does have other things going on outside and could do other things. And there's no way this is the best job that they've ever had. No. Yeah. 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 So don't feel like a piece of shit because I feel exactly the same way. Mm -hmm. Like there's no way this is the best job they've ever had. But what is the best job you ever had that is not being a comedian? Me? Yeah. Um, I really loved being a corporate character entertainer. Corporate character entertainer. Yeah, I loved it. What it does was, that mean? So, like, for super rich people, this is when I lived in Australia, they would have, like, a, a party, like a work party or a bar mitzvah or, um, you know, or, you know, a wedding or... And, and there's some people, because the, the, the event industry is, like, blowing up right now. Yeah. Thanks to the internet, everybody's seen everything. Yeah. So everybody wants something new and interesting. Um, and the stop fiddling with the chords. Oh, sorry. It'll pick up the sound. Mm. Um, and so sometimes I'd get. <laughs> You're like a child. Um, and so sometimes I would get booked. Like I remember one gig was this woman had her 40th birthday. <gasps> and uh, she loved fashion and loved like celebrities and she my job was to be an over-the-top gay fashion photographer character or fashion reporter yeah and she had this exclusive basement in this very expensive bar and the only way to get to the bar was to go in an elevator one floor from the ground floor to the basement Mm -hmm. my job for an hour was to go in the elevator with her guests and just be this fashion person and comment on their on their stuff and try and find out gossip on her. That that's what I did. Yeah. And I got paid a lot of money for it. Another time I like it was a big pharmacy company. They had um, a massive uh, multicultural inspired Christmas party. They hired an airport an airplane hangar and made it look like an outdoor festival. They had food trucks, they had like <clears throat> performers. My job was to be a lost backpacker. Okay, that's that sounds like a very fun job, but it's still uh, you know, it's still be it's still based on being a creative ar- artist. Okay, so you want it, you want the best job I've ever had that wasn't performing. Yeah, wasn't the uh... <sighs> I liked taking blood. Yeah, that's good. That was good. Yeah. It was nice. You just because oh, yeah. procedural. You just knew, you know. And I was, I was good at it. I didn't miss ever. No, good. I never missed. Yeah. And and you could 
your interactions with people are very short. I was just picturing you missing, not missing the wing, just missing the person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Getting the chair instead. Yeah, the cat. <laughs> um, I would say when I was working with the autistic kids. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because, I know, it could be very difficult sometimes, but a lot of the times we were just hanging around with, with autistic people, which are very, they have a good presence. You don't need to engage in small talk no. at all. Small talk is missing from their life. Mm -hmm. There's never an autistic person that said, uh, so, how's your day? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's true. They don't do that. That's so nice. <laughs> it's, it's true. I worked with an autistic boy as well. And it was the same. Yeah. It would be like, hello, Toby. He'd go, I'm playing a video game. Okay. Yeah. May I listen to radio now? Yes, you yes, may. Yes, you may. Yeah. <laughs> Are you hungry? Yes. <laughs> what do you want to eat? Nothing orange. Uh, <laughs> they are lovely. Is that the, so that's the best job you had that wasn't? I would say so. I, I've, I've worked uh, in bookstores. Uh, there was one store which I worked at, which was um, in Armole. Mm-hmm which is outside 101, mm. for those of you have, who don't know this city. And uh, the great thing about that bookstore is that sometimes, once in a while, there was a whole day without any customers. <gasps> that sounds like... And you're getting paid still? And I was getting paid. By the hour? Yes. And I used that time to... Uh, Draw, I drew a whole comic story, like a six-page comic, mm -hmm. and uh, and I made I I made I crafted a board game out of tabloids. I made a board game out of cutting pictures out of tabloids. It was a board game called Hauskafer to Mexico or uh, a dangerous trip to Mexico. Mm -hmm. And. Uh, <clears throat> Um, and yeah, I did a bunch of, yeah, a, a lot of things there. The, the worst part about that job mm. was when there were, uh, there were at least three old people. There were a lot of old people who came there mm. because they were like, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, service buildings. Like... Buildings where old people live. But, oh, uh, like but an aged care. Age, yeah, yeah, something like that. There were uh, houses like that around, and uh, sometimes those people uh, found their way to the bookshop. Not necessarily to buy books. Sometimes just to talk to somebody. Yeah. And I was, the, of course, you the were victim. there. And, uh, yeah, all, most of them were nice, but there were three old people which I despised, and it was only because of the smell. Oh. They, when I saw them coming, I was like, oh, "Can I, can I, can I just close the store?" Yeah, I was, I, I was often tempted to just uh, to turn off the lights and lock the doors, <laughs> and just having them think, "Oh, it's six o'clock already." Just sit underneath the blinds, <laughs> yeah. waiting for them to stop knocking. Because they came and they talked to me, and it was so, like something had crawled inside them and died. Mm. It was like I was thinking, but where does that smell come from? Mm -hmm. It came from their breath, but sometimes it wasn't even when they were opening their mouth. So it was 
like uh, one of them were, were, was really fat, so I was thinking maybe there's like sweat in between the flaps that's rotting. It's just gone. Well, that, that's sweat, possible because older people have less mobility, so they can't reach everything. Yeah, it's very sad, mm. but it's also very disgusting. Yeah, which is what makes it sad. And there's nothing you can do. You just have to. You have to nod and engage in a conversation that they don't understand. Sometimes, I mean, I was probably 19 or 20 when I was working there, and mm. they came there and complained about young people oh. today mm. to me. Mm. And I was like... Uh, I'm a not, young people. Yeah, do you not see that I am young as well? Mm. They, I thought they maybe assumed that because I was working in a bookstore, I couldn't be young. And also maybe they were half blind. But apart from the old people, that was the best one. Yeah, that was a really good job, apart from that whole thing. But apart from customers, really. Being a, 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 a clerk is, uh, would be an awesome job if it wasn't for the customers. What is the worst job you've ever had? <clears throat> I'm going to say kindergarten. Oh. Yeah. Why? I, because... Uh, I've had twice in my lifetime, I worked at the kindergarten, and in both instances, I quit uh, after a month. And when I quit, I lied to my boss that I had gotten a dream job of some sort, Mm -hmm. just because I didn't want to tell them, because I hate it here. Mm -hmm. And the reason I hate it is just because it's a building that's full of children that aren't even five. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're just screaming and running around, (laughs) small talking. (laughs) (laughs) Having their whole life ahead of them. No, it's just, I mean, kids are sweet, but uh, uh, the reason I hated it was because when I went to sleep at night, uh, the screams were still echoing in my mind. So it just was doing bad things to my anxiety. You had PTSD. Yeah, I was like, oh, whenever, I was like, whenever you are counting the seconds mm. until you're you can done, finish, yeah. then you are not in the right place. No. And I, often, you know, in both instances, when I quit, they were very sad because they needed like male employees in that place mm. because men don't go for that job. So, you know, that's that also also with the autistic kids and all uh, jobs like that. If you are a man, you can just get a job like yeah, that. That's how I got the yeah. job working with the autistic boy. Yeah, because they wanted someone who lived in the community and they wanted a male because he was better mm-hmm. at speaking with men. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I and I did. I had. I didn't know anything no. about working with the disabled. No, I, I, it was just like we'll teach you. Yeah, yeah. here you go to a course. First You're hired. Time, yeah, the well, first time I worked there uh, uh, with the, uh, the autistics, um, I had no experience, but I was told just after the first week, like they said, told me it's been, it's like I'm a professional. It's like you're one of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know, I... You speak it fluent. When you said you lied yeah. about getting a dream job to get out of there, yeah. I just remembered I once lied and said I had a hernia. Oh wow. Because I did to quit um I and I'm bad at quitting jobs. Yeah. I'm so bad at saying I don't want to do it anymore because I hate disappointing people. I'm a people pleaser. <sighs> it was to quit a job as a wedding DJ. 
Wow. Yeah. While I was so at the same time that I was like performing, doing theater, starting in stand up, I was also teaching kids acting after school. And then on weekends, I would I worked for this company where you would just go with a mobile. So it was back when they had CDs, mm. and you would just go to like weddings or parties, and you'd be the DJ from like seven till midnight. And I hated it. Oh, yeah. So much. People, if anyone is out there and you book a DJ for your wedding or whatever, don't treat them like shit. Yeah. Everybody treats you like shit when you're, and everyone thinks they're funny. You know, everyone at the wedding thinks it's going to be funny to try and convince the DJ to play Metallica. Mm. Uh, Yeah. I've I've gotten more and more just uh, just fascistic about DJing. Mm. I think uh, if there's a DJ in the place, that DJ will be the uh, sound of the party, mm-hmm. and you will not ask that DJ for one song. I've done it, of course. Yeah, everyone has. Everyone has, but <clears throat> it's what you do when you get uh, a certain uh, level of drunkenness. Mm. But um, I really, I mean. I really appreciate the power of a playlist. If you have a good playlist, just put it on, uh-huh. and no one can change it. And if, if, in, if, if in doubt, just go yeah. 80s. Yeah. <laughs> just go 80s. I think also just the soul music is uh-huh. very good. Um, I think uh, whenever you know there's a party, uh-huh. I find it rude to ask them to change a song. If, <clears throat> if I'm in a party at another house... I don't ask them, hey, can I put this song on? Mm-mm. Hey, can I put this song on? Mm-hmm. I hate it. Mm. It's one of my biggest pet peeves is people taking over the music at the... I've been at after place. parties when people have done that to you. Yeah. And there's a silent rage that yeah. builds inside like, you. Shut the fuck up. I, <laughs> it's just you. I, it's the same thing as, hey, can I change the furniture? Can I put this chair over I don't here? like the look yeah. of this room. No, I, you are at my place. There's nothing open now. You are in, in, you're in my house. And you will listen to my fucking music. You're in my house. Yeah. How are you going to act? And uh, if you don't like it, boo fucking who? Really? <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, when people whine about a bad song, how petty. Yeah. Well, it's the most pettiest thing that you can whine about. Uh, are you really? Like they get actually upset. Yeah. Not like uh, uh, justifiably upset like I'm right now. Yeah. They get actually upset going like, oh, really? You're putting that song on? What are you, 12? What are you, are you judging me because of my music? Do you think think I'm less cool because I like this this piece of shit? You can't no. you can't deal with some minor oral discomfort for three minutes. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, there will be another song after that one. And by the way, I hope you hate it. I hope you hate every single song on my playlist. You piece of because shit. Because I want you to suffer just because you asked me to change the music. Just because you you dared. To go off my Spotify list and onto YouTube, you piece of animal shit. How dare you? I put on that playlist. It is my house, my cellar. You can go out in the street and sell yourself. You just can can go out there and live there. I hope you die in the cold. Rather than be here in my party and go, oh, haven't you heard this song? You gotta see it. Hey, watch the video. I'm not gonna watch the fucking video, you ass fucking hole. Oh, I hate you with every fiber of my being. 
Anyway. Tell us what you really think. <laughs> it's, uh, a, it's almost as rageful as you get when people de- insist on showing you YouTube videos. Oh, when they show me a YouTube video, my friend Ivar does it all the time and he knows. He I knows hate it. and he listens to this podcast. Yeah, he, he does. I love him, but he does it all the time. And I don't, I, I keep on asking him, but just please don't do it. I, you can do it with any of your other friends. You have other friends. Do it to them. But please don't do it to me because it hurts me. Mm. It hurts me. It, like in, uh, in an actual like uh, autistic way. It's like somebody scraping a uh, uh, fork against a, a plate or something like that. Mm. If you, oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, you made me think of it. Yeah, oh. It's like uh, somebody slaughtering a cat and a pig at the same time in a lawnmower with a loudspeaker attached to it. It's uh, because you're just, we are having this, we are having this thing, which is even... It's not as common as it was, which is the genuine human interaction, us just talking, mm. us just spending time together, even, even not talking, just, just sitting in silence. That's mm-hmm. nice also. But don't push a video in my face. Mm. I never asked for I have my own entertainment system at home. Mm. This is why TV exists. This is why, like, YouTube is for when you're alone. Or stoned with friends. Mm-hmm. When somebody suggests, let's watch random YouTube videos, that's another thing. Yeah. But don't push a Not video in a cafe. In a, my yeah. face. Yeah, yeah. Uh, don't say, haven't you seen this? Have you, have you seen that thing? No, I haven't. And then I, I've, I've found myself, when people ask me if I've seen a certain video, I just say yes so that they don't show me the fucking video. Mm. Yeah, I think I'm gonna do uh, these runs on stage. <laughs> you should. Yeah. You should. I'm gonna find like I'm gonna like uh, go go all the way, just kind of just dehumanize this behavior as much as I can and put it like along with the well, the most horrible of crimes. I don't, I don't think I do it. No, like I, with you, if I ask you, have you seen a video, and you say no, yeah, I think I normally say you should look it up. Yeah. I'm not going to show it to yeah, you. Yeah, actually, you should see it. Yeah. You should see it. I'll it's try funny. to remember it's that. Funny. Thank you for pointing that out. Yeah, yeah. but my rule, if, I, if I'm on my phone, I will not show someone the thing I'm finding funny unless they actually say, what are you laughing at? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll just, <laughs> yeah. You know, if they say, what are you laughing at? Oh, it's just this thing. And then if they, if they want to see it, then yes. But I yeah. I agree because I don't like shit being forced down my throat. Because then there's a pressure on you. Yeah. If, you. if you're not finding it funny, that person's going to judge you because they found it funny and you're not laughing at it. When Ivar does it, I don't even watch the video. I just look at his face and go... <laughs> just stare at him with a, the with a really face. Really? 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 Really, You, you know what I think about this. But I'm, I think he is doing it just to annoy me. Ah, just, yes. Yeah. He's pushing your buttons. <laughs> yes. He loves to push your buttons. But hey, I do actually... It, do it in the podcast, Ivar. Push my buttons in the podcast. <laughs> Not off podcast. I, I, did, I did go into a YouTube hole the other night yeah. of um, songs that have been converted to the opposite key. Right. So if they're in the minor key, it's been converted to major. If it's the major, it's been converted to minor. Like Final Countdown. Yeah. It just because they're 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 it's like Mandela effect. Yeah, the song starts. And you're like, oh yeah, and then it, there's a slight, like, 
You like in a, you're like in the upside down place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is, <laughs> you're it's the same, but it's wrong. You're listening to it, and there's. I should probably try and edit one in so people can. Can, like yeah, you should force it upon them. I should force it upon them, or just tell. Yeah, I should, I should, I should pick up my phone and show you one. Yes, right now. <laughs> uh, but it just, I, yeah, it was a friend of mine, Runa, and I were just watching. Uh, it's yeah, but then after like ten videos, I just went, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. They're, 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 it destroys memories. But I did think of something the other day because you know we mentioned that gay to me straight is hard. But I don't have a question, but I have an interesting fact I discovered. Okay. Are you ready for... Gay to be straight. I found another thing that you will never deal with in, in a heterosexual relationship. Okay. And that is that uh, for I discovered that in my coupling with Frenchie, we have very different ideas... Of people we find attractive. Right, yeah, of course. Uh-huh. Yeah, because, okay, the other day I was um, talking about someone I ran into and um, and it was, I think it was at like the bear party and he was like, who was that? And I was like, oh, I remember the guy, we met him at this thing and then we, we went to an after party with them. He's like, what does it look like? And I described him and he's like, oh, the young cute one. Yeah. And I went... Oh, well, maybe you think he's cute, yeah. but, but I don't. And then I remembered like, oh, that's right, because he's into bears. Right. Yeah, of course. And I'm Absolutely. not, I'm not exclusively into anybody, yeah. but that, that's, yeah. It was, can you think of a time when you've. No, I mean, the only similar thing and uh, the most kind of obvious thing would be just a, a, in my case, instead of, you know, bears, it would be men. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of twinks, it's women. <laughs> oh. Yeah, because obviously twinks, twinks are, are the women. women of the gay community, right? I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. I'm not like, this isn't a slippery slope at all, is it? No, no, no. 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 Okay, I can't wait for someone to, to do the transcript of that and What's put it twink? in. What's a twink? Oh, it's the, the, the women, women of gays. Of gays. <laughs> oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> I'm just because I've learned so many things about uh, uh, the wondrous, uh, wonderful, wonderful world of homosexuality, and I'm just gonna convey that information wrong. <laughs> because you'll say because people ask me, so you must know a lot about uh, the gays, and I say, yeah, I suppose I do because well, we are at a point in our podcast where we have. I, we have run out of questions. Well, then, if twinks are the women of gays and uh, uh, bears are the men, yeah. what are otters? Uh, <laughs> I had a thought, which I'm not going to say out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I um, think it's probably best you don't. <laughs> no, I don't know. But I, I was uh, otters are... Uh, the gays of gays. They're the gays of gays. But uh, I, I'm. I, I was gonna. I was just gonna finish a thought, which was, after all this time, I don't feel like I'm smarter really <laughs> about you know. If you you've told me everything uh, I've asked about being gay, and. I and I think this is a positive thing. Mm. I don't think I learned anything. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you just already knew all this stuff? Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, of course, yeah. 
It's just, it's, nothing is really surprising. It's, there's no mind-blowing no. moments. It's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because, it, yeah, and I think that's because it's just, because it's normal. And, uh, and yeah, so <clears throat> whenever you, whenever somebody's, cu- I, I'm, I will, I've, if I ever had curiosity about mm. other sexualities, I think they're totally gone. I mean... I think uh, that's a good thing. I think that's a very good thing because it's just it's it so doesn't matter, and of course it does matter, and mm. it's a it's a painful thing for a lot of people to go through to uh, to uh, just go public with your identification, mm. uh, and I can imagine what that's like, and I will never really know what that's like, and I know that, but uh, the only way for me to deal with it is to just not just not find it to be special at all. Have you been there with me when someone's asked those stupid questions or, you know, like has tried to make a gay joke? Mm, yeah, that's I'm clearly just misguided sure. homophobia. Yeah, I think I have probably. Yeah. I've, 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 well, I've been around a gay person when a straight person had had tried to be funny. They were trying to be friendly. They were trying to be, like, uh, inclusive. Yeah. But uh, just... Uh, yeah, I th- they mi- it's a total misfire because they're trying to be like, "Hey, I can joke about you because you're my friend." Mm. Da, 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 then I'm gonna joke about your gayness, and I do that to you when we're on mic a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, <clears throat> and it kind of makes sense there because then you're just just throwing out what you got because yeah. you're on stage and people are watching. But I mean, that's how we do. That's how we th- we, do. we throw down. Yeah, boy. But. Uh, uh, I find it to be unnecessary. I, th- I think it's often like uh, nervousness on the straight person's part yeah. when they go that way because they <laughs> there's a gay person in the room. They <laughs> gay, yeah. gay. <laughs> this is gay, and it's good, but this is gay. And this is actually where I think gays, well, anyone in in whose gender is sexually tra- um, sexually diverse, well, probably I'm I'm only going to speak for. Gay men, yeah, because I think it's a whole other. There's a whole other kettle of fish when it comes to, um, you know, transgender people and gender diverse people. And but for for gay men at least, I think where we can get better, um, is where we start understanding that sometimes people aren't saying things because they're homophobic. Yeah. Sometimes they're just so afraid. Yeah. That they will be perceived as homophobic. Mm-hmm. That they're going out of their way. To be inclusive, and then in some stupid, weird turn of events, it comes out as homophobic. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah, I see it happen all the time. Yeah, I actually I find myself just laughing out loud when it happens. Yeah, and uh, and then <laughs> and then so many people are just like it's it's a read the room situation. You know, clearly yeah. like oh come on, don't be triggered by that. Like that person was trying to be nice, and they they screwed up. And the the being the better person is to. Just take it on the chin, which, oh, my God, now I'm sounding like a, a Me Too denier. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. you know, or, or just understand that... The, the world is black and white, my friend. The intent. There is, no, there is no gray area. You know, it's just like... I, I, I'm sure a lot of Icelanders have been in that situation where they're, um, they've never had a black friend. Yeah. And then suddenly they're at a party. And there's a black And friend. there's a black friend there. Mm-hmm. And then they're like... <gasps> This is my chance to show them how inclusive I am. I'm going to tell him that N-word joke I just learned. <laughs> <laughs> Louis A.K. could say it. <laughs> uh, and I, see, I actually see it with Frenchie all the time. 
because you know he's black. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you noticed. Um, I rarely no, do. I don't see color. Um, but it, it does happen all the time. Like people want to be inclusive with him and they go, um, you know, so tell me about your culture. I don't. And he's like, uh, I'm French. And th- this is uh, here is in, the, in this regard. I am so grateful that I am as self-centered as I am. Because you don't care. I never ask no. about people. I have no interest in anybody's culture. No, 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 no. It's so, it's so boring. I've been <laughs> in the room where someone has said to him, where are you from? Yeah. And he says, France. And then they've said, but like, where, where are you from? Yeah, but yeah, or, uh, yeah. I, I've heard this question also in similar situations. And I always, I always why, why, why does it that? matter? Yeah. <laughs> You wouldn't ask anyone else that. No. We're, but where originally? You, well, if you are in fact just really interested in heritage, uh, you would ask everyone about it. Well, because there was one time because someone said this to him, and immediately beforehand they said, "Where am I from?" Mm. And I said, "I'm from Australia." And they said, "And where are you from?" And he said, "France." And then they were like, "But where are you originally from?" Mm. And he was like, excuse me? And then I interrupted and said, oh, well, my lineage is British. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> my parents moved to Australia from England. Is that, you did, you, why didn't you ask me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why, why are you only interested in him? Are you hating on my boyfriend? Yeah. Is it, is it because? Do you want to have his babies and are just checking out? Is it because you want a, a little Madonna baby? <laughs> <laughs> you want to go are to you Malawi? Him? You're going to adopt him? <laughs> Exotic brown baby. What would you do if Madonna would just come and adopt your boyfriend? I want to adopt your boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have enough exotic babies. Oh, God. Yeah, it's a funny world. Um, And it's it's a similar reign of when people are surprised that people are offended. Mm. But can't you say anything any longer? I remember this one guy who who, uh, was on Facebook and he did a status where he was saying why can't you say negri which is I guess the Icelandic word for negro oh and uh, the fact that you have to ask that question yeah yeah, exactly it was like I mean once it was a totally fine word it had no hatred behind it it was just negri why can't people say negri it's a fine Icelandic word why can't you say negri any longer and I commented why do you want to say negri? Yeah. Why do why do, why do you want to viciously why defend this Why did you go out word? of your way to write the whole status update about your desire to say the word negri? <laughs> like it's been stolen from you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that's also like uh, uh, pe- when people talk about words like that and worse words and they complain and say like, it's, they, those are only words. Mm. Why can't we say them? I mean, your life is fine. This is just this is just this is just politeness. You is don't your life, you don't spit in somebody's face. You is don't your life inconvenience in because you yeah. you can't say one word anymore? Yeah, I know you can't say several words, but there are, those are less than zero point zero 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 one percent of words. Mm. There are so many other words out there. You can use them. Why do you want to use that, those ones? In the opposite end of that. In the the triggered people camp, mm. I saw <laughs> a brilliant video <laughs> 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 yesterday. It was um, it was from this uh, 
uh, nightly news chat show in Australia called The Tonightly. Yeah. Um, and it was like a pre-filmed segment with this presenter who posed the question. And I loved it because I was like, oh, I've never seen anyone do this before. And it, it's my sentiments exactly. Like um, people who are more left wing, why are we so shit at changing the world? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're so bad at it because, because know, we're so triggered uh-huh. and we're so angry at everybody. And he, like, one of the best lines he said in this is, um, you know, he talked, he actually had the, a moral philosopher mm. in, in, in an interview with him as well. And he asked, like, why are we so bad at it? And he gave these brilliant examples of, of how um, if, if someone doesn't believe they're racist and then you tell them they're racist you're not going to change their mind about anything because you've told them there's something they didn't think they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're just going to be angry at you. Yeah. And he had, like, he said that in his opinion, when Hillary officially lost the mm-hmm. election was when she called half of Trump supporters a basket of deplorables. Yeah, yeah. Because until that moment, they didn't think they were a basket of deplorables. No. They still don't think they're a basket of deplorables. No. And she just went, you're shit. Yeah. Um, and well, if you are a piece of shit, you can't smell. You can't smell shit, shit when you're smell. in it long enough. But he said, no amount of telling someone they're a racist will unracist a racist. No, absolutely. Uh, that's, yeah, that's, that's the thing about, yeah, that word. You can't call anyone a racist. Yeah. Because they it won't it won't stick. I guess it will kind of linger there to some people. And some people go maybe. I think the solution for those of us who are left leaning, or or you know just want the the whole John Lennon imagine. Let's forget about the fact that he beat his wife up. Um, <laughs> yes, let's forget that. Um, nobody nobody is perfect. Um, <laughs> But those of us who have this idealization that we can actually live in a harmonious world, we should get off fucking Facebook and get out of our bubble and actually be around people yeah. who are different from us. That's why I don't block uh, racist friends. No, me either. Uh, in fact, I just I put them on. I I I just regularly just check up on them. Mm. Really. I have cousins in the UK yeah. I've never met who had such. Horrible, hateful, anti-Muslim shit yeah. during Brexit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, there's no use in, uh, in in blocking those people because uh, you're not helping at all. And uh, if you don't like that uh, some of your Facebook friends are uh, sh- shitty racists, then you should just spend less time on Facebook, which is such a cliche thing to say. Mm-hmm. But... <clears throat> uh, but what I was going to say is yes. This is the this is the whole just thing of uh, uh, living. People always want to make it more simple. People want to uh, people want to put the bad people on one side and the good people on the other side. And this has been the problem since forever. Mm-hmm. People thinking that there are bad people and good people when there are just people. People saying that. Palestinians are killing Israelis or Israelis are killing Palestinians. No, it's people. People killing are killing people. Pe- people. Yeah. People and it who sounds kill like people. a fucking song and it sounds like a Kumbaya song, but it's 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 the fact. Mm. And the uh, uh, reason why there's so much hatred on both sides, if there are in fact two sides, uh, the reason is because there is uh, both sides are in denial 
of and being, they they just don't want there's so there's so much easier to hate than to love. Yeah. There is so much easy it's so much easier than to judge than to understand. Mm. So, uh, but oh, the, you're having a real Oprah moment. But the, yeah, <laughs> the, here's the thing about uh, understanding. It's way harder. It's so hard to love, love, and it's so hard to understand. You have to put work in it. But the thing with that is that the reward is brilliant, mm. and it's the best reward in the world when you actually get somewhere. When you get, um, yeah, the the basic spiritual awards for being kind. That's so much that makes the whole work uh, worthwhile but if you're gonna hate it's just like you've been eating candy all day and watching videos and not you know you didn't your your uh, uh, your blood have, hasn't moved all day that's yep. what hatred feels like and sometimes you have to be uh, not the bigger person but the person who understands oh we've had this conversation you disagree with me I'm not going to change your mind uh-huh just like I had recently with a certain person who told me they believed that trans people were just fetishists. Oh, yeah. Oh. I think you told me about that conversation. Yeah. And in the end, it's I just had to fetish. go... It's a fetish. <laughs> it's like, it's a very, you have to be very committed. I, have, I can think of much easier fetishes <laughs> yeah. to have. Um, but I mean, the, it might be. It might be in like one case out there. Or yeah, two. one. Like there is a person who has a yeah. transgender fetish. Something... It's like a sexual fantasy. Yeah. And then they thought it, and then, oh, that was nice. But I don't think I'm going to continue. I'm not going to, yeah. <laughs> but but the, yeah, in, in the end of that, I had to just say my piece, go, I would love you to read more about it on non-4chan. Um, but hey, I'm not going to change your mind. Yeah. I'm not going to change your mind at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I sometimes I'll answer uh, when people ask me, what do you think about this whole blah, blah, blah thing? And uh, it's just because I'm not in the mood to have that conversation because it's a long conversation and often I can see uh, what their point of view is mm. and I'm, I just... Uh, I just I go I try to be really nonchalant about it and say like oh I, it's just cool whatever man dude just love each other I go they, yeah. and they go like come on come on of course that's not your opinion I've seen your work yes you've seen my work I put all the hor- most horrible things I can think of in my work yep. so I don't have to think about them when I'm not at work yep. so I don't want to talk about it now I want to talk about stupid things because stupid things those are the smart. They're fun. Yeah. They're the funnest. Speaking of stupid things, we thought uh, after a live one, we would introduce one new segment, yeah. which was what's going on? What's going on? We can share an interesting news thing or something from around the world. Uh-huh. Do you have any? No. I got one. Okay. I got one, which I thought was amazing. Um, a, a, a hospital in America had to create a special device on the spot to remove a 22-inch dildo stuck inside a guy's butt. 22 or no, it was in Italy. It was in Italy. Italy, okay. That's not news. Yeah, 22 <laughs> inches. That's, that's, a, that's a... No, okay, 22 inches, that's like uh, this. It's, it's, a lo- it's a big. This? It's big. Like, well, a subway sub is 12 inches. Yeah, okay, so two subways. Two subways. That's a large... Yeah. That is a very large. I mean, dildo. that must hurt. That must damage. Well, he went to the hospital because he was having in abdominal pain because he couldn't get it out. Wow! And they had to use 
They had to MacGyver. Yeah. They, they couldn't use the traditional forceps. It wouldn't get a grip because the toy, the dildo itself, was so smooth that they couldn't get a grip on the dildo to pull it out. Um, and so they had to create this whole thing where they created a lasso yeah. out of like um, like uh, tubing yeah. and then, you know, put it on the thing and then yank it out that way. I think that was, that was creative ingenuity. Yes, yeah, brilliant. It's beautiful. It's, it's beautiful. Nice. Yeah. And of course, you know, Trump. Trump. Trump, Trump. has, has, uh, has been attacked again in the New York Post. Oh yeah, I was just. Uh, I thought you were just saying, and of course, and of course, Trump. Trump. Yeah. Trump. I think news should be like that. It'll just be, be the regular news, and and then uh, go. And today, Trump. Yeah. Moving on. Twenty-eight dildo, the llama are extinct. The Trump. And of course, Trump. And now for the weather. But he he can't say the word anonymous. He can't say the word anonymous? He can't say the word anonymous. How does he say it? There was a New York Post article, an op-ed, an op-ed article yeah. from an insider ah. in the White House. Ah, was it Russell Crowe? No. Someone who works in the White House who was claiming that there is a faction within the White House of staffers who are working from the inside to get him out. Right. And yeah, I'm not surprised. And he was oh. furious. And it's he, like the Valkyrie. Yes. And he... um. He, because the 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 identity of the writer is protected, so it's anonymous. And he, in a press conference, kept saying anom anom anonymous. Silly little man. Silly little man. Anonymous. Do you think it's time to say the peace out, motherfucker? Yes. Peace out, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs>